Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I want to get one thing straight here, Richard. It's X-men. It's not X-men. It's not someone named Roger X-men who's going around. He's not, he's not a man anymore. Um, is that a reference to the Spider-Man podcast? Yeah. Right, okay. Because oh, I thought you'd love it. I thought yeah. he'd love it. Alright, um, so welcome to Film Franchise Fortnite. Some of you, four of you, are currently watching this on a live stream. So That's right. Cheers to you guys. Thank you very much, guys, for watching this. Three, one of you didn't like that. They've, oh no, there's four back again. Um, so this is a, a podcast where um, uh, AJ and myself... Uh, watch and review a different well to discuss yeah. a different film franchise each week each fortnight mm-hmm. and um, this week it's X-Men to yep. tie in with the release of Logan which came out today yep um, and so the way this episode's going to work everybody is that um, we're going to we haven't seen Logan yet so this is the first I want to say half but probably three quarters realistically of this episode um, if you're listening to it on iTunes or YouTube will be spoiler free of, of Logan or SoundCloud. Um, and if you're watching this on the live stream, you won't even see, we're not even going to live stream our Logan review. Okay, so no Logan spoilers. Um, and we're doing this live just as a bit of, bit of fun. Yeah. Um, we might be doing more live stuff And there'll later be a on. definitive cut point yeah. where Logan spoilers will begin. Yes, yes, of course. Um, where we'll probably play the Logan trailer. We're probably, time. for the most part, going to ignore the live stream, I think, other than looking at ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we get questions, we can ask. Yeah, yeah, them. but I don't want this to... This That must be really difficult. will be really annoying for people listening to this. The majority of people who will be listening to this. Yeah, yeah, but we could be like, oh, iTunes. you know, now we're going to field questions. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So if, if any of you guys have questions, do not hesitate. <laughs> right, so cool. what did we watch? <laughs> we just totally explained what we watched. So what did we watch this this week? What happened? Um, should we keep this on the ground so that okay. we're not putting our loud cans on? <laughs> and I don't mean um, headphones. Um, so we watched the X-Men franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh Started in the year 2000. Wow. Uh, you know what that means. Survived Y2K. Pre-9-11. Yeah. There yep. you go. So, X-Men mm-hmm. came out in 2000, directed by Brian Singer. Uh, X2, which is also called X-Men 2, or X2 X-Men United, uh, came in 2000, 2003, also directed by Brian Singer. Post-9-11. X-Men The Last Stand, directed by Brett Ratner. Came out in 2006. X-Men Origins Wolverine, 2009. Came out uh, in 2009. <laughs> uh, directed by Gavin Hood. Yeah. X-Men First Class came out in 2011. Directed by Matthew Vaughan. And that's the first one that brings in the younger... Um, the, the first class, if you will. The prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And then you have The Wolverine. Directed by James Mangold. 2013. X-Men Days of Future Past, 2014. Uh, directed by Brian Singer. Returned to the franchise mm-hmm. after a... Uh, what is that? An eleven-year hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deadpool came out last year, 2016, directed by Tim Miller. 
And X-Men Apocalypse also came out last year, directed by Brian Singer. And today, we have the triumphant return of Wolverine. Uh, his swan song, Hugh Jackman's final time playing the role. Uh, and Logan, also directed by James Mangold. Um, also, um, sorry, I missed one. In 2014, uh, Nightcrawler came out, directed <laughs> by Dan Gilroy, starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And Nightcrawler is Logan, Kurt. Is Logan's run... Yeah, and Logan's run is <laughs> in this series as well. And the cool thing about this franchise, if you, if you're an avid listener, is that um, this franchise is like ripe for all our segments and all the things we usually talk about. It's almost like it's tailor made for us to talk about what's coming next. The you know the sequels, how to continue the franchise, um, the titles. We always talk about titles on this podcast. Like everything in there is is ripe for talking about, and we don't often get that. You know, yeah. you get happy feet, and it's like. Uh, the title's spelled out. The title's spelled with the, They've spelled out the word two this time. Yeah. So, what do you. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so, um, the X Men movies mm-hmm. don't star anyone famous. No. Oh, wait. Usually, the classic <laughs> gag from the Shrek podcast. Um, so, obviously, they star front and center Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, mm-hmm. who has appeared in some form in every film in the franchise. Yeah. Um,. James McAvoy and Patrick Stewart share the role of Charles Xavier slash Professor X. Mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender and Ian McKellen play Eric Lynchia slash Magneto. Yeah. Ty Sheridan and James Marsden play Scott Summers or Cyclops. Sophie Turner slash Funky Janssen. I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> um, so I think if I said silly, they would. Um, Jen- it's anyway, it's fam- Famke Jensen? Jensen. Jensen. But, but I, may, I imagine it's like um, Gyllenhaal. Like it's supposed to be pronounced like Janssen. Um, anyway, she's um, Jean Grey, kind of also Phoenix, but we'll get to that. Um, Alexandra Ship and Halle Berry play Storm. Jennifer Lawrence and Rebecca Remigen play Mystique. Sean Ashmore plays Bobby or Iceman. Anna Paquin plays Rogue. Alan Page plays Kitty Pride. Nicholas Holt and Kelsey Grammer play Hank McCoy. Hank name. McCoy. Um, slash Beast. Rose Byrne plays Moira McTaggart, which she should be Scottish, right? I don't know. She sounds very Scottish. Moira McTaggart. She's also in the post-credit scene of oh, X-Men, 3. X-Men 3, where she's not played by Rose Byrne, but definitely should still look like Rose Byrne, and she doesn't. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> Which we'll, we'll talk about. <laughs> um, Lucas Till plays Alex Summers or Havoc. Uh, Oscar Isaac played Apocalypse in X-Men Apocalypse. Olivia Munn played Psylocke in the same movie. Uh, and Ryan Reynolds, of course, plays Wade Wilson or Deadpool. And Cody Smith-McPhee, Alan Cumming, and Jake Gyllenhaal share the role, role of Nightcrawler. How many Nightcrawlers are there? You say there's three? Yeah, Cody Smith-McPhee, Alan Cumming, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Who play, who's the first one? Uh, oh, Jake, I get you, I get you. Hey? Um, I get it. Um, 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 uh, well, I'll, I'll address the, the, the elephant. I was trying to think of something. Oh, and Taylor original. Kitsch plays Gambit. And how can you forget friggin... Um, Vinnie Jones as juggernaut. the Juggernaut, bitch. So I'll address the Juggernaut in the room. Um, whenever when I was telling people what movies we were doing this this week, I'd say X Men, and then I'd mention Deadpool, and they go, <laughs> Deadpool's not an X Men movie, which is weird that everyone forgot because it's not like it's subtle about it. Yeah, he but, goes to the Charles Xavier yeah, School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. the same sign over there. So we, yeah, we are talking about Deadpool as well. I guess we probably will we'll try not to to. Hey, Sam. Um, try to <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna ignore the live stream. Uh, I just glanced at it. Yes. Okay. You've broken the illusion. 
So, this is 17 years worth of films. You should probably tell yeah. everyone what they're if about. If you were... Because... Yeah, oh, we'll get to it later. Go. You do the thing. Okay. I'm... <laughs> you may feel bad about it. I'm going to no, no, tell no, what the movies are no, about. No, it was like, I wanted to bring up something, but then it's, it's going to be a whole discussion. Okay, so. okay. Um, I... So, I... Usually I write down the plots of every film, and, um... Then I de- maybe deliver them comically. Uh, yep. I got time to do two. Cool. The first do, two. do them in one sentence, each each film. Yeah, they're all one sentence. They're just long sentences. Well, that's a run-on sentence, I do. Okay, who do, who should I... Do you want me to do them Cool, can you read X-Men as Wolverine? There's a bunch of mutants, and one of them is named Rogue, who can suck the powers out of other mutants, so the villain, Magneto, tries to use her to destroy all non-mutant humans. Cool. And now read X2 as Hugh Jackman. Someone hacks into Professor X's mind and when, and wants to use him to kill all the mutants and Magneto teams up with the good guys to stop this from happening. I like how I'm... As, it's as if all these movies are through the eyes of Magneto, which <laughs> they're totally not. <laughs> but that's as far as I got. Alright, so read... Okay, so uh, explain the plot of X3 to me um, as um, Magneto. They have invented a cure for mutants, and some mutants want it, and some mutants don't, and most of the characters die, and it wasn't received very well <laughs> by critics. When you said cure, that was really good. Cure? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lost it. Oh. Um, cool. Now, uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine as uh, Wade Wilson. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine tells the backstory of Wolverine who was always born as a mutant with I should be swearing more shouldn't I or like yeah. being more rude yeah I can't I'm not as, I'm not as quick-witted <laughs> he has bone spikes and can regenerate that's his power and uh, the the origins film tells the story of how his bone spikes became adamantium spikes which are metal and it, re- it was kind of redundant. The whole thing was kind of redundant. Yeah, because it was done in flashbacks. and Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, so that stars Liev Schreiber. I didn't mention that. Yeah. Um, as Sabretooth. Um, all right. So then after that, of course, you've got X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Uh, and can you explain the plot of that as James McAvoy, not as okay. Professor X? Mutants are undiscovered as of yet. Okay, do you know what and James McAvoy sounds like in real life? This is what he sounds He's like. He's Scottish. Oh, you wanted me to do Ma- James... It's James McAvoy, not as Professor X. I apologise. I thought you were, you were specifying. <laughs> Instead of doing... That was a good Professor X as yeah, well. Yeah, it was pretty good, but uh, it's not a good James McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> Mutants are undiscovered in the, in the 1970s. Uh, 1960s, I apologise. And uh, it basically tells the origin story of how Professor X and Magneto came to meet. (laughs) Magneto. Magneto came to meet (laughs) and start the mutant school. And there's also, obviously... The Cuban Missile Crisis. The Cuban Missile Crisis and a lot of stuff's going on, but that's the gist of it. It's the origins of Xavier's School for the Gifted. Cool. And then, so next we would have The Wolverine. Yep. Uh, It's the... um, the, the Asian guy. Which one? What? The older one that he saves. Oh, you're just going to make me be racist. I don't yes. remember what he sounds like. Just... W- Wolverine goes to Japan. Cool. Um, 
Days of Future Past. This is um, going to be the complicated one. Yeah. If I could write down two, which is all I had time to write down, yeah. why did I not write down this one? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, you, uh, can you explain it as if Professor X and Magneto are having a conversation about the plot? Okay. Which, which version? Like uh, new ones. Like the, the older ones, sorry. Older ones, older ones. okay. Uh, oh man, these are hard. If I if I try to do an impersonation individually, I could do it, but together it's going to be hard. So Professor X would be like, Logan, <laughs> you're still <laughs> Set in the distant future when mutants are under attack from big robots, Wolverine is sent back in time to stop whatever happened from happening, which was Mystique killing <laughs> killing Peter Dinklage which made people want to kill mutants even more and we have to st- we have to send Wolverine back in time to stop that from happening so that we do not inherit the future of this film <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically yeah um, that was actually so pretty one, easy to explain that one combines the, the old and new cast yeah, yeah. Um, next we have got Deadpool mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, did this one as Ajax or Francis Right, so Jason Statham, of course, Charles stars as Ajax. Um, Basically, <laughs> uh, Deadpool tells the story of Wade Wilson, who's a hitman, assassin kind of thing, but doesn't necessarily kill people. He's part of like he sends a, messages. A, he's a mercenary. He's the merc yeah, with yeah. the mouth. So it, it tells the story of a smart ass, smart ass um, mercenary who then gets cancer and in order to try and save his life and still be with the, the woman he loves, he goes! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he undergoes an experiment to turn him, to unlock his mutant capabilities because he's not a mutant and that turns him in to Deadpool and he goes and gets revenge on Ajax. Cool, basically. Um, and it's X-Men. funny and, and it's meta. And they talk, they, they, they break the fourth wall, well. it's R-rated. Um, X-Men Apocalypse, uh, as Nightcrawler. So, set in the, where is he from? Poland. Set in the 1980s. He is Polish, yeah. Set in the 1980s, uh, the, the Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted is becoming more and more uh, important and recognized in the society, but then a ancient mutant named Apocalypse from <laughs> ancient Egypt is un- unleashed and wants to destroy the world. The world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he, he wants to um, uh, put his because he he stays immortal by transferring his consciousness into other people. When he tries to transfer his consciousness yeah. into Professor X, which would give him Professor X's powers yeah. and be able to control everyone in the world. Um, and Logan will leave. It's about Logan. It's a Wolverine's uh, Hugh Jackman's final time playing Wolverine. Um, it involves X twenty three, who's a clone of Wolverine. And there's not a lot known about the plot. Or like, I'm trying to avoid knowing too much about the plot yeah. before I say it. Um, Despite having watched the trailer a hundred thousand times, <laughs> precisely. Cool. Uh, so, all right. What have you? What do you want to talk about? So, what's interesting about this franchise is that you've basically... Uh, take away Deadpool, which a lot of people do, apparently. You've yeah. basically got three trilogies. Yeah. You've got the original trilogy, the Wolverine trilogy... The prequel trilogy. And the prequel trilogy. Um, 
and both the both the prequel and original trilogies go good good bad then the wolverine one goes bad okay good assume if, 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 like logan's getting pretty good reviews so i'm assuming yeah. it's it's doing well, well. yeah well I'd, I'd go one further and say that each trilogy has a good a great and a hot mess yeah um and so uh the original trilogy goes goes good great hot mess yeah um i second one i'd put i could you could swap out first class and days of future past i'd say either of those can be good or great and then third one's a bit of a hot mess but then you get the wolverine trilogy and if logan is as good as it looks or as good as people are saying it is it's going to have the best film in the franchise and the worst one so yeah. it's like it's the two biggest extremes yeah, yeah, yeah. of being great and being a hot mess. That being said, and we'll talk, I think, we'll, I'm assuming we're going to talk about this later when it gets to, um, when we've seen Logan. No, no, more when, it, when we're talking about titles. Um, I wouldn't, I would, calling it the, the Wolverine trilogy is a stretch. It's more like they made three separate Wolverine films. Right, yeah, yeah. Because they're not really related, they don't even have the same branding and their title. Um, yeah, it's so, so the first X Men Origins Wolverine is a prequel to X, the first X Men. Yeah. X the the Wolverine is a sequel to the Last Stand, yeah, yeah. and then Logan is a standalone. Yeah, yeah. And kind of has, seems like it has nothing to do with the rest of them. Yeah. Um, do you have the RT scores? Or yes, I do. So um, also this this franchise has uh, grossed a total of four point three billion dollars. Can I rank my favorites before uh, you? Sure. Why not? Okay. Just real quickly. Starting from best to worst or worst to best? Uh, I go worst to best. Worst to best. I would say The Last Stand was my least favourite. Followed by X-Men Origins Wolverine. Followed by The Wolverine. No, actually, no, then Apocalypse. Yeah. Then, then The Wolverine. Um, then I would go the first X-Men. Ugh, sorry. Ugh. Uh, then, <laughs> then, then I would go um, X-Men 2. Then I would go uh, First Class. Then I would go Deadpool, then Days of Future Past. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I would go from the bottom, my least favourite is probably... I mean, X-Men Origins Wolverine is probably is the worst one, but mm-hmm. then I find it like the easiest to watch, because it kind of sucks. I just it. didn't... I think it's probably bad if you really like the comics. I watched it and I was like, yeah, I know the story, because they've already told it three t- separate times in the first three movies. So it's not like I'm really learning anything new, but I understand that they kind of betrayed the character of Deadpool. Oh, man, I should stop drinking Coke while doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, I understand that, like, it's pretty cheesy in places, but overall, I didn't hate it. Well, I, so the, I, I didn't like Last Stand, though. I thought that was bad. Oh, I think Last Stand... Yeah, okay, Last Stand's probably the worst one, actually. So I go Last Stand, Origins Wolverine, because they're, like... Wade Wilson in the first half of it is still great mm-hmm. and enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and then, because I was a big fan of the Deadpool character even coming into um, yeah. uh, X-Men Origins. Um, and so I was disappointed with what they did there. Um, and then I'd probably go the Wolverine or the Wolverine and Apocalypse and kind of uh, take or leave. Uh, and then probably X-Men, Deadpool. Oh, uh, X-Men. And then I put X-Men 2, Deadpool, can, uh, kind of interchangeable. Um and then First Class Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. uh, interchangeable. Um, but for me, the the leap between First Class and Days of Future Past and the rest of them is so much so that I could listen to an argument that none of them are good apart from those two. I don't even think First Class is that great. To I, be see, I think First Class is incredible. I think it's oh no, it's, it is the best. It was the best one when it came out. Yeah, by far, yeah. by a wide margin. Um, but it wasn't. It was still flawed. I thought there were still parts of it that were like, "Oh, that's kind of silly." Like, for example, um, all the kids meet each other at the school, 
and there's no frame of reference for time. So, yeah. like, as far as you know, they meet each other, then three hours later, one of them gets killed. Like, yeah, whereas yeah. I feel like that's, you're supposed to feel like that's been a few weeks or months even, but you don't, you don't see that. You just see, um, you know, these, these people meet, and then you don't see them again until they're in that same room again. Yeah. So, the, I, the worst part about First Class, actually, okay, I'm going to put Days of Future Past on top, and First Class narrowly behind it, um, because... The worst part about first class is that they establish everyone got their names, and it's just Jennifer Lawrence got drunk again. <laughs> you can be busy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you should be Magneto. And then, and then at the end, he's like, "Call me Magneto." And yeah, we'll get into this when we discuss probably the timeline, I guess. But like, Mystique is not as important to no, neither Eric nor uh, Charles <laughs> yeah. in the first three films for her to be as important as she was shown to be in the. Yeah. prequel films yeah which is a lot yeah to it's do just with a, the third musketeer basically yeah and yeah. but it's um you know that's jennifer lawrence yeah yeah uh they have to give her a big role anyway so do the critics agree with us let's see da, 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 da. x-men 81 percent x2 <laughs> um 86 percent the last stand 58 percent origins wolverine 38 percent so that is the lowest one by mm-hmm. about 10 um X-Men First Class, 86, tied with X2. The Wolverine, 69, pretty middle of the road. Um, and also a funny number. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past is 91, which makes it uh, the highest released so far. Uh, Deadpool, 84%. X-Men Apocalypse, 48%. So that's uh, one of their, their second last. And, but Logan... You didn't uh, say Days of Future Past, did you? Days of Future Past 91, oh. so it's the highest one. Okay. Apart from Logan, which came out today and is currently sitting at 92%. Oh, so it's gone down a bit. It's gone down a little bit. Um, it, it started out at 90, a solid like 98, yeah. 90, 96 to 98. Um, I wonder what Logan will... I reckon Logan's going to stay around 90. <gasps> yeah, I think... Uh, it's it's hard for me to say. It'll, it'll, it does look like the best one, mm. but that was before I saw Days of Future Past, and Days of Future Past is one of the most interesting movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Can we talk about that? We should also, um, we should also so I watched the road cut. Oh, uh, yeah, I know um, I didn't. And he didn't. So the road cut adds an extra storyline in the future, mm-hmm. but then it was kind of redundant. And I think that might be why I like First Castle, because it does, it just kind of slows down right. a little bit. Right. Um,. So basically, Days of Future Past, it almost works as a catalyst, not as a film. Like, it's like they were like, oh, we've screwed up this timeline too much and we've made too many bad movies. Let's do something that erases all of them, right? So it just feels like a a retcon movie. It is. But then it's also, it does it amazingly and it does it cleverly and it, like, it doesn't, I was like, how's this movie both good and a blatant retcon? And the only thing that sort of stuck out to me is like, well, there were two things that stuck out as flawed in that movie, which was that um, Professor X, the first class tells the story of how Charles lost the ability to walk and they kind of had to give it back to him in Days of Future Past so they have it be like, oh, if he, can, if he gives up his mutant powers, he can walk again. Like, I three think times. That, was, that was a really good... Yeah. I think, like I it's, it still felt like a shit, what do we do kind of moment from the writer's perspective. No, I think... Because... Uh, when uh, Patrick Stewart sends back Wolverine, he says, like, I was a different man at that time. Yeah. And so it's, like, the drug addiction. Yeah, Cause, yeah, But sure. then it's believe- it's not believable that he was doing heroin. Yeah, yeah, And then, so, I think it's quite a clever thing that it's, like, he's able to walk, but then also he is... Yeah. At, at, at what cost? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and I also thought that Ian McCallum's inclusion in that film 
served very little purpose because you've got him in the future being like the world is destroyed and we need to send logan back and then and meanwhile in the in the 1970s uh michael fassbender who plays young uh, magneto is doing all the he's the cause of all the problems and it, it never goes back to the back to the like the future and no one's like geez magneto you 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 really had it in for non-mutants didn't you yeah but that they're not they don't know that that happened I it seems so. like and not until something drastic because it seems like that future was always inevitable until mystique put down the gun yeah. so they're not getting these memories shoved into their head right. and, also, and also because they, they they talk about it at the start when it's like if you go back and fix everything you're going to be the only person that remembers this war yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not like they're getting new memories or anything like that so yeah but, um, and, but also the um, uh, Ian McKellen's inclusion in that movie to me was he's always been pro-mutant mm. and he's had he, he'd obviously like the, the point that they're working together shows how bad the war is yeah sure um, and another thing I really liked about um, Days of Future Past is that it's really the only one, and this sounds silly considering it erases the first four movies and, you know, does a whole bunch of stuff, but um, it's sort of the, it's almost the only bottle episode of the series. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it feels like the Doctor Who blink of the X-Men series. Right. Because it's like, it's set so far into the future that nothing matters, and all it does is erase... The yeah, like, I think the like a different meaning of bottle episode because like I was like it's the biggest budget. No, of course, <laughs> of course. But it it could have it could have been released any time after Origins Wolverine. Yeah, it didn't have to be be released where it was. It's not really a sequel to uh, First Class. Really, it's more like an inclusion of both. Yeah, fact, yeah. I'm I'm surprised it was the second prequel to come out because it's so. Well, third, oh yeah, true. In the prequel trilogy, yeah. But, but yeah, it's it's so um, it it's like such a big deal that it combines both universes that it feels like it should be about um, you know what I mean? It should be like the, a, the, the third one, you know? Yeah. It should have been the last one. I'm gonna say it, except for Logan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, okay, yeah. Well, the, I guess and Deadpool cause, as cause, well. Cause they just you, shouldn't you have made watch, um, Yeah, you watch Days of Future Past, and you're like, man, I can't wait for the next one, and then it's Apocalypse, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was. Oh, man, there's just so much to talk about these, with these movies. Like, <laughs> like yeah, we we're kind of already pretty flustered yeah. trying to talk about them all. So, like, the characters age stupidly, mm-hmm. which is just a dumb thing. Yeah. So by the at the end of uh, Apocalypse, like Michael Fassbender has no um, Michael Fassbender has like twelve years to turn into Anne McKellen. And James McAvoy has about 20 minutes <laughs> to turn into Patrick Stewart because of his cameo oh at the end of Origins Wolverine. Yeah, so it, it, let's, let's, let's do this officially. Let's yeah. talk about the timeline. Let's, let's open that chestnut, right? Yeah. So basically, um, I understand the mentality that it's like it's more about casting good actors and not casting actors that look like the younger versions they're playing. Yeah. I get that, but it still annoys me. Um, I would say... James McAvoy looks nothing like Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Uh, not necessarily. There's a scene in Days of Future Past where they're face to face and like some kind of time warp and talking to each other, yeah. and it does like this um, low angle shot, and they both had the same nose. And I was like, "That's cool. I wonder if that was um, manipulated in any way yeah. to like make them resemble each other." They've got completely different eyes. Like the the shape of Patrick Stewart's eyes are very small and beady, and James McAvoy is exactly the opposite. Bigger, yeah. They're like big and wide. Um, it, what, 
I would say Michael Fassbender looks more like Patrick Stewart than James McAvoy looks like Patrick Stewart. But then Michael Fassbender does look enough like Ian McKellen, I reckon. I don't know if he does, but he does a good impression of him. Well, okay, so the thing was, I was thinking, like, obviously Daisy Future Pass is the best one, but at the same time, it kind of ruins it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was a laugh at the live stream, sorry guys. Yeah, good one, Joe. (laughs) You, You ready for it? You're about to be living in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, Days of Future Past is ruined because I could... Like, you could just do a new trilogy because they're, they're looking at setting the next prequel film in the 90s because each one's been in a different decade, 70s, mm-hmm. uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, like, I would buy... You're just, you've just you recast all the roles, you know? Yeah. But then Days of Future Past says, James McAvoy's going to grow up yeah, to be I agree, exactly. Patrick Stewart. You could have just done James McAvoy's going to grow up to be James McAvoy with old man makeup. Yeah, yeah, makeup. yeah, yeah. Um, But then Days of Future Past explicitly says these are the same It's people. the same thing Looper did with Bruce Willis and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Two actors who I don't think could look more unlike. You know? yeah. And then it was like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt grows up to be Bruce Willis and I was like, I don't believe you, but I'll watch the movie. And then they show the scene where he slowly transitions yeah, yeah, into yeah. Bruce Willis. And I was like, you're giving me no out, man. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, not, you're not... You're, I want to like you. Yeah, yeah, my suspension of disbelief does not like stretch this far. Yeah, to be fair, I think Luba did it pretty well. I'm going to say it. What do you mean? Like, well, I mean, well, I, mean I, I don't like the fact that Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to sit for hours in the makeup chair and do an impression of Bruce Willis so Bruce Willis could just shop see every day and, <laughs> and be Bruce Willis. Yeah. But anyway, enough about Bruce Willis. He's done enough for our friendship. Um, <laughs> um, so, here's here's a big thing. And whenever there's a time kerfuddle... That was a weird word. What was I trying it's to say there? Kerfuffle. Kerfuffle, curmudgeon. I don't know what I was trying to do. Yes, you're like, geez, a confusing letter. <laughs> um... Whenever there's like a big kind of time inconsistency, it's easy to blame Days of Future Past because reset it, it's fine. Yeah. But nah, <laughs> like like so at the start of um, X Men: The Last Stand, you see a young and I'm doing air like quotes for those listening a de-aged Patrick Stewart and a de-aged Ian McKellen go and meet with a eight-year-old Jean Grey. Would you say? <laughs> um, First of all, why are those two even hanging out at that point in their lives? Because if what we know from First Class, which happened in the first timeline, in both timelines actually, First Class is the only one that happened in both timelines. Mm. Oh, I guess, no, even Apocalypse didn't. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse only happened because of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if that's the case, then they, you know, they wouldn't be hanging out at that point. And also, Jean Grey is in... Um, Apocalypse, Apocalypse as, as 17, 18 and James McAvoy is playing Professor X and Michael Fassbender like, playing Magneto so that means at some point this man <laughs> these men <laughs> went from looking like one way their whole life then immediately to another way and then one, <laughs> then back to the other way again yeah. and then back to the, how um, they looked in the future so this is interesting as well is that um, in the Evil Dead podcast yeah. we talked about cause, um, the idea of making an Evil Dead 4 um, and then and you, you pose the question of has a film franchise ever done a sequel uh, done a reboot and then gone back to the a sequel, doing a sequel to the original yeah um, X-Men did it did it? because I, I, I was like there must be one but I can't think of it so X-Men rebooted it and then Daisy Future Fast is a sequel to the original yeah and then so they came, went back to doing the young timeline and then The Wolverine is a dele- direct sequel to mm. although no the other way around so they rebooted it and then with First Class, and then the next film they made was The Wolverine, which is a direct sequel to the third one. Yeah. 
and then Days of Future Past was like they're the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's and like I don't know how much more there is to say about it, like because there's so much to say about it. But I feel like we need to move on. Okay. Um, so uh, just a joke I had written down: um, X Men Apocalypse, more like X Men a crock of shit. <laughs> um, so. Uh, you asked me to kind of try and find out why the bad ones are so... Yes, can I, can I explain? Fine. <laughs> so, basically, I was watching the bad ones. I knew that which ones were bad, right? Because everyone does. Um, and I didn't think they were that bad, but I say that because I didn't think the good ones were that good until Days of Future Past. Yeah. Which I... Like, that's a great movie. Mm. That's that's an incredible movie. I'd say the same thing about First Class. It is, yeah. yeah. I would too. Um, but, yeah, so the first four, is it? One, two, three, and then Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. The first four are all range from, like, yeah, it's pretty cool for its time, and that was terrible. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I watched Last Stand and X-Men Origins Wolverine, and both times I was like, these aren't... They're not breaking rules of films. Apocalypse breaks, like, does dumb ideas. Yeah. But, the, but Last Stand and X-Men Origins Wolverine, they only break things within the universe that X-Men sets up, not within the what makes a good film. Yeah, well, so X-Men uh, Origins Wolverine has legitimate flaws in it, that, like, identifiable flaws. So, like, Bad the CGI, CGI is yeah, terrible. Like, that kind of shit that you're just like, oh, my God, what am I watching? Yeah. It's, like, the origin story for his leather jacket and, like, <laughs> Wolverine, like, fumbling around in the bathroom. That's not what you come to an X-Men, yeah, like, yeah, a Wolverine yeah, movie yeah. for. So, it's, like, those things are, like, legitimately bad. And then, obviously, what they did to Deadpool. But that's what I'm saying. What they did to Deadpool, don't call him Deadpool. Call him whatever you want. And suddenly he's well, not. Well, that's the thing. So you imagine you're like you're obviously lifelong... they didn't do that, and that's a problem. But yeah. I'm saying, but like... so it's like you're a lifelong Deadpool fan. Yes. And then they cast Ryan Reynolds, perfect casting. Yeah. And then you're like, holy shit, can't wait to see Ryan Reynolds um, doing Deadpool, and then knocks it out of the park for the first half of the film, and then they're like, this is the version of Deadpool we're doing, yeah. and it's this uh, like absolute abortion of a film character. It's weird. It is weird. It's the it's a very Christopher Nolan approach to Deadpool. Because yeah. not not because it sucks. <laughs> the, no, because it's not um, it's not an exact adaptation from the comic. It's like a real realistic. I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean realistic. I mean um, it's a different. Like he doesn't have the suit, the but but his eye, like the shapes around his eyes, become what his suit looks like. Yeah. and it's more like a nod. It's like calling you know like Harvey Two Face was called Two Face because he he betrayed other yeah people like yeah so yeah. It's, it's like a it's like and it's another way of thinking about it you know but yeah. it's like but then, why but are then, you doing this with deadpool yeah characters? like deadpool's such like a beloved character yeah yeah in the comics and then yeah like the, the, um and also so like x-men Origins wolverine has it does that thing and a couple movies have done this like watchmen where it's like the opening titles are incredible and it's just, <laughs> just make that the whole movie that's awesome so like the only titles of x-men Origins wolverine it starts off with like a little um prologue of him as a kid and he discovers he's got bones yeah. um coming out and then him and his brother go fight in every war yeah that's awesome. that's incredible it's awesome. and it's like this it's this this montage while the, the names are popping out yeah and it's like that should be the whole movie yeah yeah because it's dope yeah yeah well i um, wonder what what inspired x-men origins wolverine to be made mm. well i mean it's like well the last stand sucks so and wolverine's our most popular character yeah. so let's do him yeah basically. but it's still like they don't say anything new yeah, yeah exactly uh so the last stand okay so the last stand is obviously brian singer left and they got on brett ratner who's acclaimed know, director brett, brett ratner. ratner of tower heist fame <laughs> um so he 
Um, throughout X Men One and Two, they've been teasing what's called the Dark Phoenix Saga, mm-hmm. which is um, this giant firebird who possesses Jean Grey, and she becomes a god. Like so, they they refer to her being the only level five yeah. um, mutant that they've discovered. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, like the only two level five mutants are um, Jean Grey and Iceman. <laughs> Which seems so weird. Uh, then, Bobby? Yeah, Bobby. Iceman. Why is he, why is he um, level 5? He, because, so someone like Magneto is like just under level 5 because he's so powerful but he needs metal. Yeah. Whereas Iceman can make ice from nothing and when he turns into ice, he's unkillable. Okay. So they, they, they kill him in Days of Future Past but then I think according to comic lore, he's unkillable. You point. say they kill him, he, can't he comes back ice. because you, they change time. So. Yeah, but it's like you can't kill ice because yeah. you, you yeah, just of course. make more ice. Um, so that's like le- um, level five means that you're immortal, basically. What's Whereas that like? Gen- Gen- Bo- so Bobby being a level five mutant is like um, it's like one of those weird anomalies where it's like technically this person's the best at this, but it's only because of this small yeah. caveat. You know? Like um, like Hamish Blake won um won a bodybuilding contest because he was the only person in his weight category. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish um, I could think of a better example. Yeah. So uh, there, they tease the Dark Phoenix saga. There's like a shot of under the water. And they um, have a like there's um, a, a phoenix kind of shape. So, um, and then they kind of just go, well, uh, okay, uh, Jean Grey's more powerful now, but it's not because she's possessed by a firebird. She just she's just she's just kind of like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gonna stand to the side, um, and ki- she's gonna kill your favorite characters. Yeah. Um, and so Cyclops is like supposed to be cool. Yeah. as well and then he's kind of just a whiny little brat in the movies um like i saw that they're like when captain america is not available mm-hmm. um scott summers is the one who leads the marvel universe you know yeah. um and then he's just a whiny little brat and then he gets killed and then professor x gets killed um and then at the end they're like oh, oh yes um here's gene gray being powerful again uh Sorry you didn't get the Dark Phoenix saga, which is like, you know, regarded as one of the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's like if they were adapting the Bible, and then they were like, um, they teased Jesus throughout like the first few movies. And he's played by Ryan Reynolds. And then he comes, yeah, and he's played by Ryan, and then he comes in, and like, they're finally like, oh my god, Jesus, like, you know, um, the the post credit scene of the second one is... Um, like you see a hairy figure or whatever, yeah, yeah. or like they're at the they're at the barn, the barn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a baby's been born in the barn. And yeah, just, and, and it's the like, camera pans. You see this little hand like reach out of the yeah, baby. and then cut to black, <laughs> and then um, and then they're like, oh, okay, yep, Jesus is here, and then they're like, oh, but what about Cain and Abel for the whole movie? <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, Jesus comes in and turns water into wine, and right. they accept that that's and they're like, this is the Jesus movie, guys. We adapted <laughs> yeah, 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 Jesus yeah, into yeah. a movie. Yeah. Um, so it's it's that teasing something and then not paying it off and then what they do pay off is, is terrible and also and also things like stripping Magneto of his powers stripping Rogue of her powers um, there's like Mystique gets robbed of her powers and like Magneto in X Men one and two mm-hmm. would move heaven and earth to get her powers back yeah, yeah. but this one he's like. <laughs> You're not a mutant now. What am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. And then she immediately betrays the mutants. So she she didn't... She wasn't just proud of being a mutant. She hated humans. Yeah. And then in this movie, it's like, well... Fuck you, Magneto. So, like, the character motivations were all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuff like that. It ruins the legacy of the first two. Still, do you think if it was the only X-Men movie, 
and X-Men as a comic didn't exist, they just made this movie called The Last Stand, and it's like, oh, it's about, there's this race of mutants. Do you think it would have been considered a bad movie? I think everyone would be like, what? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> um, what, here's, a, here's a thought I had. There's a part, so Magneto's my favourite character okay. after watching these movies. Yep. I'm like, yeah, Magneto's my favourite. Yep. Um, and in Last Stand, there's, he's, he goes hundies, man. <laughs> like on, on his agenda. Yeah. Humans do not deserve to live. We are the next evolution. We should be in charge. And then um, he does all this stuff, goes through all this thing. Then he gets stabbed with the injections and loses his powers, which he would kill himself. Like, let's be real. He would probably kill himself. It's like, this is all I am. This is all I've fought for my entire life. And I'm not that anymore. And then he turns around and sees Jean Grey going hundies. And he just goes, what have I done? Or what have we done? Something like that. Mm. And it's like, I wish he didn't say that. Right. He shouldn't. He shouldn't be that immediately aware. And imagine if Ian McKellen had just looked around and seen Jean Grey and just didn't say anything. Mm. That scene would have meant so much more. And it's such a small nitpick, but like, I don't know. That meant a lot to me. That I was like, ah, he shouldn't know. He shouldn't know yet. This should be him on his way to knowing what, like, what the idea of yeah. what have we done? Like, he's just seen this, and he's like, shit, I'm in trouble now. What do you, What do you think's the most beautiful moment in the films? I had another one before, but my go to is I. I love. Like such a bit when um when I think it's of, gonna be the same. Oh no, no, I've got one. What's yours then? Uh, when Magneto turns the satellite. Oh yeah, I'll explain them. But you guys, um, no, I roll it. It's another Mag- It's a Magneto moment. Um, when at the end of first class, uh, so the mutants are on the beach, and there's the Russians and the Americans are both at each other, uh, and they're like, wait a minute, these are the real enemies, um. The mutants, let's all fire all our bombs at the mutants. And Magneto, of course, can stop them, shoves his hand up, and then stops them all. And they're like, oh, thanks, Eric, you've saved us all. And then he starts to turn them around. Mm. And then, you know, they look, he's going to fire them back at them. And, and uh, Charles is like, he's like, don't, you can't do it. They're like innocent men out there who are just following orders. And he's like, I've been at the mercy of men following orders mm. for too long. Or like, yeah. never again. I think that's so beautiful. Because I, yeah. it's, it is like... It's a broken man doing broken things because yeah. people broke him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's 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 not like they're both right as well. Mm. Like yeah, like it, like those people haven't done anything. But then all is you know he was in, he survived Nazi Germany, so he yeah. he knows the power of people following someone's agenda. I liked so my favorite part that is a good part um, is also in first class. Mm. Not my favorite part, but just a scene that touched me. It, was, it wasn't even him turning the satellite. So basically. Um, Magneto's learning how to like do his powers real good yeah. <laughs> so and, and Charles is like turn the satellite that's what two two kilometers away yeah. like and he, t- he manages to turn it but before he does that he can't do it he can't like get his mind on it and um, Charles goes just clear your mind let, let me in let me clear your mind let me make your mind at peace and he touches his head and goes inside his head and he sees um, young Magneto talking to his mother and it zooms out and they're both crying Mm. And and um, Charles goes because he, he's finally his happiest memory. And, he, and Charles goes, "That was very beautiful. Uh, that was very beautiful, Eric. Thank you for showing me that." Mm. And I, that's so nice that he wouldn't be like, "Oh, that was really nice." He's actually thankful to him for yeah. showing him this memory. Well, and that's one of the great things about Professor X. I, don't, I just remember my other like it's kind of lost in the film um, because Apocalypse is, as I said, a crock of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the, one of the first things Charles does when he meets Apocalypse is he is he shows him his powers mm-hmm. and he's like this is what I have to deal with every day and that like Apocalypse is the most powerful yeah. mutant that's ever lived and that's too much for him yeah. and it's like the idea that Charles is living with this his entire life yeah, but man. does something good with it yeah man Charles um, is such a good character as well yeah 
their, their relationship uh, they kind of overdo it by the end of yeah. Apocalypse but their relationship is so that's like one of the most interesting in the film yeah yeah because sorry about that there's a guy yeah. trying to start a car outside <laughs> their enemies we're up to seven holy shit seven matches um, wow um is there's a completely forgot what I was talking about um have their, their friendship and they overdo it they overdo there's it there's a scene there's a scene I've got something to say it might trigger you to remember um worst thing Apocalypse is why why I can recognise Apocalypse as a bad movie is because it's very much a sequel and so uh, Magneto's motivation in X-Men 2000 is humans are inferior I'm gonna kill them all right and that's 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 like classic Magneto right that's like Magneto's jam <clears throat> and then in um you know you see him 40 years 30 years 30 years earlier in x-men first class and he's it's, it's how he developed that feeling yeah. and then x-men days of future past it's sort of like the one before he got taken down a peg but he nearly did it he nearly showed that mutants are all powerful and then in x-men apocalypse it's like oh now i'm married and i have a daughter oh and my family's just been killed guess i hate humans again and it's like his whole like Auschwitz backstory was better than this. Was yeah. better than because now now you've got to accept that that's his motivation from that point. As he got his his hate for humans was reignited instead of it just being that for however many years, you mm. know. And like that pissed me off because I was like, he didn't he didn't um he didn't need to have all this. He didn't need to have a wife. He didn't have a daughter. They didn't need to die. First of all, why would he marry a human? Yeah. And then it's like all that was was to reignite him and it, it was so lazy and so yeah. redundant. I just remember my thing. Yeah. So you, t- you think of um, Magneto and um, and Professor X as enemies and especially if you're just watching like the original trilogy um, but then they've got this weird kind of friendship that I, I is possibly explored a bit too much especially by the time you get to Apocalypse mm-hmm. but one of my favourite moments in the films is actually in The Last Stand when um, uh, Charles Xavier gets killed. Yeah. And then... Don't worry, he comes back. Don't worry. And um, he gets killed in front of Magneto. Yeah. And um, someone mentions Professor X dying and then Pyro, um, who's used to be one of the X-Men and now he's gone to Magneto's side. One of the like, M-Men. He's like, oh, oh no, actually, M, letter M reminds me of something. Um, <laughs> Sesame Street. <laughs> um... So they um, had. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, no, yeah. So Pyrus um, says something. Yeah, Pyrus says something. So I was like, "Well, we used to work for him," and he's like, "No, nah, I hate Professor X. I would have like killed him if I ever had the chance." And Magneto was like, "Shut up!" But like, prof- like Charles Xavier is one of the like best people who's ever lived, and he's done more for mutants than we ever will. Yeah, and it's like. It's it's kind of like the, like my favorite moment in the Big Short. Have you seen that? No. Yeah. So there's like the whole the whole Big Shorts of like this like it's fun at times, but it's about the housing crisis. Yeah. And it's like people died, people lost their jobs, and um, and it's about people betting on whether or not this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so um, and these these two kids, like like you know college age kids, um, find I think Christian Bale's character's um findings, and because he's the only person that's going to that realizes the housing market's going to collapse. And then they go to these two kids, find that, and they're like, "Holy shit, this might actually happen." So they go to Brad Pitt, who's like an economist, mm-hmm. um, and they say, they, "They're like, look, we want you on this discovery. We're going to play shorts, which is like a bit on it, and um, you know, we can make a lot of money." And then it happens, and then um, the, they're in like this casino with Brad Pitt, and the two kids are like, "Yeah, I find like awesome. We're going to make so much money." And Brad Pitt's like, "Shut the fuck up! Mm. Like, so many people are going to die. Like, don't celebrate." 
yeah. about this. And it's like, it's I didn't really like the big short, but that's like such a good moment in the film. Um, and it's, it's, it's weird. It's like, it's the first class of Days of Future Past of the big short. It's a fine movie, but it's like that scene's so good. It makes the rest of the movie look like shit. It's, um, it's that scene from the finale of Scrubs. Where yeah. it's like, oh, I'm glad JD's gone and Dr. Cox to love is like he was my best friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the letter M reminded me of. So, uh, as we know, uh, X-Men is not owned by the same company as like the Marvel Universe, so that's why they've never met. Um, you say as we know, but every time you go to watch for oh, I can't wait till uh, Wolverine turns up with the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's not, it's not going to happen and um, I it don't shouldn't think, it shouldn't happen because... It, it makes sense to have the mutants be, uh, you know, like, hated in one universe, but then superheroes applauded in another universe. Um, it so, doesn't make sense to have that. You said it does make sense. It makes sense to have those two universes. Oh, separate, right, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and also different tones, different atmospheres, different... They yeah. would have interacted by now. Yeah, and also I love that um, from first class onwards, um, every film has at least one swear word in it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> in first class they go to... They, that's Wolverine's little cameo. Yeah. They're like, hey, join our club. And he's like, go fuck yourselves. And apparently, uh, in the nine takes they did prior, he said, fuck off. And then uh, they improved the line. He improved the line. Go fuck yourself. And that, so their reaction was genuine. Which is interesting, because then when he repeats the line to him, uh, James McAvoy says, actually, I do remember you. I'm going to say the same thing you said to me. Fuck off. And, and it's like, what he said. how hard was it to go check <laughs> which take he used? Um, I thought, oh, okay, well, well, quickly, can I, can I jump in there? Yeah, jump in there, because my, my next thing's a big thing. I thought um, that uh, X-Men... Apocalypse, because I knew Wolverine had a cameo in it. I was convinced his cameo was going to be when Apocalypse is recruiting the four horsemen of the Apocalypse, <laughs> and he walk, and they go like, "No, we're going to go get X Men." They're like, "Come join our army." He's like, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> that would have been so funny. Yeah, but they took but it too seriously. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, Wolverine. Uh, the Magneto gets the f bomb mm. when people come up. He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Did he say that, or was that one of the workers behind no, him? He said it. He said because it. I swear his lips didn't move, and I, maybe no, I was did. looking away from the screen. He or... did. I, I was looking quite closely at his lips. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're not owned by the same universe. So now, what Marvel, the uh, the massive conglomerate which owns the comics mm-hmm. as well. So then, obviously, everyone's involved in the comics, yeah. all the characters. Um, they like to go. Well, you know what? If you have X Men and we can't have them. Uh, we're going to fuck them over for you. So they killed Wolverine in the comics mm-hmm. um, in the big death of Wolverine storyline a few years ago. And unlike most comic book characters, he's actually stayed dead. Okay. Wolverine still hasn't come back in the comics. There's weird alternate universe ones, but they don't they don't count. And the, and the canon of the Marvel comics, Wolverine's still dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they had uh, Scarlet Witch, who's... And the comics is Magneto's daughter and Quicksilver's yeah, yeah, sister, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. there's a whole thing of that. Um, she kills all but like 119 mutants, mm-hmm. and then uh, then that's like the day of M or like M day, yeah. and um, then also they made this cataclysmic event uh, made all the mutants sterile. Mm-hmm. So there's 119 or however many, whatever arbitrary number it is. There's those are the mutants, and then Storm even points out this is all there ever will be. True. So, um, they've and, and it's actually uh, there's an interview with like a writer for Marvel is and it's a rule they're not allowed to create any new mutants. So, it's like you've got these characters to work with. You're never allowed more, and we're not giving you any new storylines with them. Yeah. So, they're they're deliberately fucking over Fox and giving them nothing to work with. Which is weird because 
That seems a pity. Why would you? Why do you want to combine those universes? That's so well, I mean, stupid. Obviously, that Magneto would be cool to have, and Wolverine would be cool to have. But then, ugh. yeah, but the implications of everything else wouldn't make any sense. Like Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark would have heard of mutants being discovered after the Paris peace thingies. Yeah, you know, like yeah. if you want to combine those universes, you are ruining both of you them. You can bring in Spider Man. Yeah, fine. But you yeah. can't. Yeah. Or you can recast the mutants in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and and work it so it works out differently. Yeah, like I, w- I would accept. Hey, Wolverine's here now. He's not the guy you've seen before. Yeah. Um. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, oh, should we move on to like one of our segments? Because there's, there's actually so much more I could, what we could talk about with these films. Um... Do you want to talk about titles? Yeah, we talk about titles a lot in this podcast. We do. Far out. Um, the titles of these, these this series is like someone exported the final cut out of Premiere and then just saved it as like, ah, uh, X-Men, okay, X2, uh, Last Stand, X-Men, Origins, Wolverine, The Wolverine, yeah, yeah, like, Logan. Like, uh, <laughs> like, like, by, the, by the time they, they got were, to like, or like, after X-Men, X2, they were like, oh, you know, we need a bit more detail. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, uh, X-Men. The last day, it's like, no, we're going to need more detail than that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. And so... Pres- it's like they... It looks like they were going to change half of them later. And then Yeah, didn't. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, so... Like, so I'm the pedantic one, so let's go through them. Yeah, so X-Men. What do you think of that? Fine, of course. Yeah. Uh, X2, X-Men 2, or X2, X-Men United. Which is your favourite of the three? X-Men United. X2, X-Men, you know. No, just, um, sh- can I change them <laughs> as well? Yeah. I'm going to say what I thought they should be. Yeah. E- either X-Men 2 or X-Men United. X2? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, X-Men The Last Stand. Great. Sure. Yeah. Well, not um, great, but fine. Yeah. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Okay, this is the big chestnut. Yeah. Because they didn't do any more X-Men Origins films. Well, because the first one sucked. They were going to do X-Men Origins Magneto. Right. And X-Men Origins Deadpool. So I've got a few thoughts on what they could have called this one. Right. They could have called it X Men Origins Wolverine if they, they did. No, they did, they did oh, call it that. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, I've got it written down here. Um, they could have called it that if they then made at least two other X Men Origins. Black so they have an origin trilogy. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Even like I, if they had called First Class X Men Origins First Class, that would still kind of like. I it, think it may have been talked about at some point. Yeah, but then they just wanted to disassociate yeah, themselves yeah, of with Origins. Um, so they could have called it that. They could have called it X Men Origins. I would have been okay with that. It doesn't really cover all of the X-Men origins. But there are a few other than Wolverine in there that wouldn't have, you know, messed it up. Yeah. Or X-Men Wolverine or Wolverine colon origins. If they called it that, they'd have to call the next one Wolverine colon Japan. Japan, You know? And then Wolverine colon Logan. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. The other idea we came with months ago, the first live stream we did that ages ago, was calling them like... Wolverine 1885, Wolverine 2014, yeah. Wolverine 2023. Yeah, which doesn't really work because their timeline, the time, they're not set all set in one year. So. Yeah, 
But then you get that's so easy to fix. Um, but then again, if they had made more, going back to making more Origins films, if they did that, they then immediately uh, erase all of them. So I'm kind of yeah. glad they didn't. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, uh, it's so frustrating to see. Um, I wonder if they went back in time and they weren't allowed to just not make the movie because that would be their first option. Yeah. Let's just not make it. I wonder what they would have called it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, because, like, yeah, they were planning X-Men Origins Magneto, mm-hmm. but then that kind of just became the first 15 minutes of yeah. uh, First Class when yeah. they exposed experience in Auschwitz. So X-Men First Class. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing would be X-Men Origins First Class as a right. set. But yeah, but that's First, first Class is a cool title, yeah. Uh, the Wolverine. Um, because they called it this, and it was the first one until Deadpool that didn't have X-Men in it, yeah. it is such a forgotten movie. Yeah. No one remembers this movie. Whenever I bring it up that, that I'm watching The Wolverine, they're like, have I seen that one? And it's like, probably not. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, it reminded me of um, Only God Forgives, Drive, the dude, that yeah, dude. Yeah, Nicholas Wanny, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like it's directed by him. It, it, interestingly, um, it was uh, Darren Aronofsky yeah, was yeah, attached to it for that. a long time. Uh, but then he was like, oh, it's gonna, I'm going to have to be away from home for too long. That's, yeah. why, that's why he dropped it. And the other option would be like X-Men Origins Wolverine 2, but it's not even Origins. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you've, it's like X-Men Origins Wolverine just screwed up royally everything for the rest of the series. Yeah, because they had like, a big plan, but then it sucks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. It's like, um, yeah, like Spider-Man 3, like it set up some stuff. Yeah. And, but they can never... Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess the Wolverine would have been fine as a title if... X-Men Origins Wolverine hadn't come out because that confuses people as well. They're like, is this Origins Wolverine? You go, no, it's just the Wolverine. They're like, when's Iron Man going to be in it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I would have called that one... I'm okay with calling it The Wolverine. Yeah, because I like the the title bombs in it as well. I love being like, what are you? I'm the goddamn Wolverine, bitch. (laughs) But that's the thing as well, is that movie's so full of like, hell yeah moments that you're just like, oh, hell yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, yeah. like there's so many parts in that movie it goes on a scene too long should, I feel like I'll just briefly cover what I thought of Wolf, The Wolverine yeah. goes on a scene too long should have ended at that scene you just said um, and they just swap out the character for the, the character this, but it yeah. starts awesome it yeah. starts it's off it's got great ideas yeah, 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 and, yeah, and it's yeah. cool him, him dealing with death and yeah, killing yeah. and stuff it like starts that. off in Hiroshima when, when the bomb oh, was yeah, dropped yeah, yeah. that's an awesome scene holy crap that's probably one of the best scenes in the series yeah. I'd probably got that top three scenes in the series <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the weird how they're in these little yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah that's awesome and yeah it's it's such a middle of the line movie yeah. it's got some real good fuck yeah moments though like um, he he has, he's talking to this guy he's like you're gonna, you've got ten words to get it to say what I want yeah. or I'm gonna throw you out the fucking window and that's, yeah. that's the air bomb yeah. and then he th- ends up throwing out the window and he's like how did you know there was a pool down there and then he's like I did it how did you know there was a pool down there for our non-Asian listeners <laughs> who wouldn't <laughs> have understood that um, uh, it's such a uh, it's so okay it's not a, it's not a, it's not an X-Men movie yeah I mean it's, it's an like action movie 69 which is obviously a hilarious number but it's also like yeah. it's a so born, it's an action movie it's a born movie yeah there's some really cool stuff in it. like um, The were, bullet train the scene? Bullet train. Oh, so cool. <laughs> yeah. Such a good... There are three good scenes in that movie. There's that one, there's the, the Hiroshima and Nagasaki one, and then there was one more that I can't remember. Yeah, but they're having a fight <laughs> on, on top of a bullet train, which is the other trains mm. that go like 300 miles per hour. And so uh, Wolverine's obviously got his two um, hands, you know, have two sets hands. of claws. Um, yeah, two sets of claws that he like digs into the train and they like jump around and stuff and the other guys have got knives. And then, so there's like, they have to... Not only are they fighting on this train, but they have to like jump over 
obstacles and stuff like that and uh, it's it's really well done yeah it's a really cool scene a lot of um, good ideas that maybe should have just been pulled out of that movie and put into another one yeah uh x-men days of future past i like it it's probably my favorite title of all of them yeah because it's directly lifted from the yeah. like, i mean if they're doing that they show called um x-men 3 x-men dark dark phoenix it would have been cool to, if mm. they just you know it's, prob- it's probably the only yeah it's the only series that uh, superhero series that's actually pulling straight adaptions is it I don't know. That. Uh, no, yeah, it's not, not really. But um, yeah, but obviously Civil War, um, Iron Man three was extreme. No, I'm not talking about titles. Oh, titles. Uh, I'm talking about Winter Winter graphic graphic novels. Winter Soldier. True. Yeah. Um, uh, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like X Men Origins, Deadpool, X Men, Deadpool. Nah, it stands alone so well. Yeah. Like I, that was the first X Men movie I saw. <laughs> you know, like well, no, I'd seen. I didn't talk about this earlier. I, I this is the first my first time watching the whole series. I'd seen it's my first time watching a lot of them. Yeah, I'd seen X Men once when I was a little kid, and yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah, I'd seen X Men Origin. Uh, I'd seen the first one, seen Origins of Wolverine, First Class, and Deadpool. I'd seen. I I never saw X Two, but I remember when it came out, the rating said it had sex scenes in it, and that was I was eight, nine, and I was like, movies can have that. They've got sex, and they don't even. I watched them. The, the sex scenes in them was like dry humping if anything at all yeah um <laughs> x-men apocalypse uh, uh so this is interesting um, originally called age of apocalypse which is the name of the comic book storyline but then they didn't want it to be confused with age of ultron age of extinction or age of adeline yeah that's a good what's age of adeline it's like this movie about black lively where she's like ages real slowly um, it's got harrison ford in it no x-men apocalypse is a cool title it's mm. very it's very ultimate yeah exactly it's not a good um movie. and then logan the film that started this whole like, conversation. It's such a cool name. It's so impacting, but I kind of hate it. <laughs> like, like, because yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it's because it's part of a series, yeah. but then as a film, Logan yeah. is like, oh, If they hadn't made X-Men Origins Wolverine or The Wolverine. If it was Wolverine, The Wolverine, Logan, I could. I, I think that was cool. Wolverine, The what? Wolverine, The Wolverine, Logan. Yeah. If that was the name of the Nah, because I don't like it when they just put The in front of something yeah. and claim it's a new title. Um, So that's, that's titles. Um... Now, should we move on to... Wait, 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 wait. What, I want to I wanna play a little game with, okay. in the, the game of... Let's talk about titles. What? Um, if other characters had uh, the same treatment as Wolverine, so if there was a origin no, film, a post-last stand film, and then like a emotional end to the character, right. what would their titles be? Because it'd be like X-Men Origins... Magneto. X-Men Origins Cyclops, The Cyclops... Scott. <laughs> like, what, what's some funny um, ones that we could Well, so there's like, um, X-Men Origins Magneto, which almost happened. Yeah. And then, um... The Magneto. <laughs> Eric. And then Eric. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I mean, who is the worst? Beast, maybe? Hank? Because you can do a movie called Hank. Hank. Hank McCoy. Hank McCoy's a fucking cool name. Hank's a, Hank's a great character across the board. Probably, oh, yeah, probably yeah. the best character, like, in terms of how much you like him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. everyone else has ups and downs. Hank, I quite like. He, he's introduced in the third one as Kelsey Grammer. Does a pretty good job of him. Um, and then he's Nicholas Holt in the prequel trilogy. And again, pretty good job of yeah. playing that character. Cool. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> the storage is almost full on my... How? <laughs> because I guess it saves it to the... Oh, weird. Oh, anyway, just, just, just dumb. <laughs> Alright, well, if it stops, it'll stop. Um, we're still recording. Um, Alright, so, uh, we'll move on to continuing the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a... Yeah, what's bit. happening? What's coming out? Um, okay, so obviously there's Logan. It's coming yeah. out today. We haven't seen it. I feel like we could we should kind of just dance around continuing the franchise, and then we could talk about more after Logan as well. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, to be what happens in Logan, we could do picture Wolverine 4, but now we'll just do picture another X-Men movie. So, currently in development, there is an X-Force movie, which is like Deadpool and Wolverine. (laughs) Um, That's directed by Joe Carnahan, um, who's a a director. Um, Gambit movie is... So, what's happening with it? That's starring Channing Tatum as Gambit. I wonder why they replaced Taylor Kitsch. Because he sucks? No, I don't think it's that bad. Well, so, okay, so Gambit is like one of the... Gambit would be the glaring omission from the first three movies. Like, he's one of the most popular characters. Right. And then it's like, why hasn't he been in it yet? And then he's kind of just this weird sort of version of the character. Whereas Channing Tatum auditioned for him for The Last Stand. Um, and then the character got cut. And it's like... He, you want that was someone passionate about the character. He's a good actor and yeah, all yeah. the kind of stuff. Um, so uh, that's had a bunch of different directors attached. One just dropped out a few months ago. I can't remember his name. And but currently doesn't have a director. I think it's been taken off the release schedule, but they're still trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what the new the new mutants uh, coming out twenty eighteen, so next year, uh, directed by Josh Boone. So I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah, what do we know? What series it's in? Like what timeline it's in? It's, it's fucking. I don't know. I think it'll be set now. But it's like a, it's like a younger mutants. Um, oh yeah, so that's, like, that's, like the, that's the most logical idea. The, the new class, like yeah. it'll be the, the current class. Um, Deadpool two, directed by David Leitch, because Tim Miller left, so um, he's of uh, John Wick fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, X Men Supernova, mm-hmm. so that's the direct sequel to Apocalypse. That's going to be set in the nineties. That's supposed to be filming later this year. Um, speaking of filming, one of my favorite facts about the X Men series is you know, um, uh, X Men First Class was supposed to be directed by. Brian Singer, and then he dropped out, uh, and and Matthew Vaughn stepped in, or it was going to be doing it by someone. Matthew Vaughn stepped at the last moment. They hadn't started filming un- until nine months before it came out. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. So like a director came in, they started shooting. That film should not be as good as yeah, it is totally. for like not having even done anything. Yeah. Nine months before it came out. Far out. <laughs> like that's insane. And then Matthew Vaughn was going to do Days of Future Past, but then. He did Kingsman instead, and Brian Singer became available. Um, Brian Singer saved the series with Days of Future Past, then ruined it again with Apocalypse. Exactly. And then, so apparently there's um, films based on X-23, Alpha Flight, and the Exile, the Exiles. The Exiles and Alpha Flight are both teams of mutants, and then X-23 is uh, the new character to be introduced in Logan. Okay. Um, so those are all in different stages of development, probably never going to happen. <laughs> None of them. So... Um, <laughs> What would you like to see in an X-Men film? Um, here's my pitch. Uh, Deadpool 2. I have an idea what? for it. Well, maybe it doesn't even have to be 2. It could be 3 or 4, whatever. whatever. Yeah, there is a Deadpool 3 in the works as well. Um, so, obviously, you got to reboot reboot it. You cut your losses. At some point, they're going to cut their losses and go, we're restarting X-Men. But Deadpool should carry over because it's the whole meta break the fourth wall thing. Mm. Because it's almost like Deadpool came in too late to the series. Because he's like, I've, well, there's finally a Deadpool movie just as the main series is always kind yes, of wrapping yeah. up or like circling the drain. So just let that one die and then keep Deadpool going and he can talk about it. It'll be funny. Like, yeah. If he's like... Because well, Ryan Reynolds said to play Deadpool forever. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm back in another movie and I know what you're thinking. Uh, but we rebooted. It's like, yep, yeah, but now I'm in that universe. That, yeah. That's a good. I think that's a funny idea, and it and it'd be they should the first Sharp time in Justice League, <laughs> and be like, "Yep, I'm in this one too." <laughs> that would be the first time that that would have happened with a property, right? Like someone on oh, um, Q, uh, not uh, M, M, yeah, yeah, true. and Jack Moore. 
Well, that uh, shut down your idea pretty well. Wow, Em already did it, so screw my <laughs> idea for Deadpool. Come. What's um, your idea? Yeah, well, I like the idea of having Deadpool uh, do it. Well, you know, um, I should have come more prepared, so I'm just going to kind of try and uh, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got X-Men Supernova is uh, probably going to be terrible. Okay. I don't know. It's just because it's like I'm kind of... Uh, I don't know, it's weird. I don't want to see the um, the young ones anymore. Yeah. Because like, after watching Apocalypse, I'm so... Um, I was, I messaged you while I was watching it, and I was like, "You massaged me." Yeah, I didn't know was, that. Yeah, was I asleep? Yeah, oh, it's so boring. It put you to sleep. You. Um, so like that. Um, Michael Fassbender is so much better than anyone else in the movie. <laughs> that it's like it's this. It, it's like um, with um. Excuse me, Richard. Jennifer Lawrence is an Oscar winner. Okay. It's like with um. How many How many Oscars does Michael Fassbender have? He has one nomination. Oh. 12 years a slave and Jennifer Lawrence is like oh that's cute you've got that's adorable a nomination oh. well but so the thing is yeah like um, <laughs> like you watch the film and especially like they introduced like Sophie Turner who's just awful um, and like <laughs> but, like like the fact that they, they try and have Michael Fassbender opposite these other people it's like no like don't even try you're not gonna be as good and like this isn't me like I'm not a huge um, fast you don't have a fast they, boner yeah I don't have a fast boner necessarily but like just don't even bother. He's so much better than everyone else. Get someone else. else to play Magneto. Like, I love <laughs> I love James McAvoy, and I think he's great in these films. Yeah. But even he doesn't compare to Michael Fassbender, the powerhouse of acting that has, is him. Yeah. And it, oh, it, it's just, it's like um, Michael Fassbender is Days of Future Past and First Class, and everyone else in the entire cinematic universe is at best X2. <laughs> like, it, it's like, you're good, but you don't come close. Oh, James James McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy is, and I, I would listen to arguments that he's X two because I would listen to arguments that he's the best. Um, but like everyone else, at best, can be X Men one. You know, it's like yeah. oh, you're doing all right, but you know, you're a product. You're Actually, kind of, and then you get like Sophie Turner, who was like X Men Origins Wolverine. Hugh Jackman's pretty good, dude. These movies have oh, made Hugh me, amazing. These movies have made me love Hugh Jackman. I yeah. think he's he's. If we're using this very confusing analogy still, yeah. he's Days of Future Past, but only for Wolverine. <laughs> what did that mean? That meant he's he. No one can play Wolverine better than him, right? Um, but but not necessarily outs, Hugh outs, Jackman's yeah, a great. Yeah, actor. yeah, right, yeah. He's yeah. like watching these movies and like even listening to some interviews with them. Like he's actually quite intelligent. He like the way he talks about film isn't like oh yeah I got cast in this thing. It's like like you hear him talk about Logan. He's like we decided on a story together and what was right for the character. Mm. And I'm sure a lot of actors do like yeah. play. Well, it's, I mean, he's been a producer on, on a lot of them, which is interesting because um, X Men Origins Wolverine was originally going to have a um, R rating. Then one of the producers stepped in and said it doesn't need it. Um, let's make it PG thirteen. It got toned down a lot. And I think some of the original violence can be seen in the game. From what I understand, with the game's quite quite brutal. Um, that producer's name, Hugh Jackman. I thought um, you were going to say Albert Einstein that whole time. Yeah, Hugh Jackman um, just said X Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, down to one. <laughs> um, hey, Michael, if it's you, still it's, watching? I don't think it is. Um, yeah, he. Is, <laughs> Michael's long gone. <laughs> um, yeah, like he was the one that said X Men Origins Wolverine doesn't need to be art, and now he's one of the big voices pushing for Logan to be art. Mm. But then it's, it's it's like. It, 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 I'm glad they're like let's say goodbye to the character the right way 
Yeah, let's get let's jump this sh- sinking ship. Much like we should probably start doing with this podcast, or at least this section of the podcast. Yeah, man. Like, so we've been talking for like probably an hour and twelve minutes, roughly. Yeah. Um. So, uh, my friend John said, "Wait, is Logan the sequel to Big Short?" Um. <laughs> it's weird. I can see myself on the phone. What? Um. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's canon. What? That uh, Logan is a sequel to the Big Short. <laughs> right. Um. Uh, so should we go watch Logan? Yeah. Or should we, is there anything else we want to say? Uh, there probably is. There's probably a hundred things I still wanted to say. Let me just scan through all the movies yeah. and think of things I wanted to say. Um. I like that in X Men One. There's a scene where an Australian trying to do an American accent talks to a New Zealander trying to do an American accent. And what one? And, uh, and the first one, Hugh Jackman and Anna Paquin. Oh yeah. Talking yeah. to each other, and we're like, "We <laughs> like, can you? I'm going to be Hugh Jackman. You be Anna Paquin, and do a real bad. You do a New Zealander trying to do an American accent. I'll do Australian. So, like, so I heard you run running away. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do, you do what you need to you, you do what you need to do. I'm rag. <laughs> it's so funny because <laughs> they're both struggling. Oh my gosh, they're yeah. both like. <sighs> it's crazy how much better Hugh Jackman's gotten. Yeah. Um, and Anna Paquin's just sort of stayed there. They didn't really invest into well, her weird because in later she's movies. She's so important in the original trilogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's she's the mystique, but the, she's the reverse mystique. Yeah. Character. Mystique's a fucking weird character by the end of it. <laughs> so she's in the original she's a villain and then they come back and it's like in first class it's like cool you've set up that she's going to return and then in Daisy Future Pirates it's like oh shit um, Jennifer Lawrence is real famous now okay let's just make her the the main character (laughs) and then um, no she's not the main character she's the MacGuffin she's the MacGuffin but then um, um, by, by the time you get to Apocalypse it's like okay let's have her be huge again let's have her flip flop even though it doesn't make sense and let's, you know, Jen, Jen, if you don't want to, you don't have to do the blue makeup. Even though the whole arc of your character in the last film is accepting the fact that you can be in it all the time. And they don't address it. They're not like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I learned that I'm a fucking idiot. It's just, yep. Yeah. So in summation, is X-Men, is, ah, oh, it would be awesome if Logan's the decider of this. Is X-Men better than it is bad? Yeah, I was good, gonna, good, I was gonna, more good, more bad. When it's like uh, Days of Future Past and First Class are so good, but then like everything else is like, oh wow, ten comments an hour and fifteen minutes in. Um, yeah, like I could listen to an argument that none of them are good except those two. Yeah. Um, but having said that, like I enjoy them, but then uh, I don't know. I I, I need Logan you to need, to elevate it. Can we do the maths on it? Like, what? Are the, I would consider anything this, below this, this fun game we did in the Sherlock. Podcast. I would I would consider anything below seventy percent to be a bad movie, or not a great movie. Okay. So the Wolverine. Sorry, mate. You just missed. So out. you've got one, two, three, four, four out of ten are bad. Is that including Logan? No. Uh, yeah. And these six are good. That's. I guess it's still good then. Yeah. Well, it should also be a count when... Case closed! <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Alright, we're going to go watch Logan now. Um, so, spoilers from well, this point... Well, actually, like an hour, but... You know, just but... as I was about to say, if you're watching this on the live stream, we officially have zero watches. <laughs> <laughs> if, oh, Tyler's, oh, Tyler's back. Hey, Tyler. Hey. 
Um, if you are watching the live stream of this, um, this episode's not going to come out till next Friday. So, <laughs> this is a confusing podcast. Yeah. If you're listening to it now, obviously you're listening to it now. But, so you guys, if you want to listen to the, the rest of this podcast, go see Logan by next fl- Friday so that you can join in with us. Yeah. I guess. Um, and then we'll put a thing in the description of the time code of when yeah. Logan spoilers start. Which they'll know, because why would they listen to this part? I guess, yeah, if you're yeah, watching, no, no, if you're if one you're of watching the live now and you want to... Um... <laughs> ignore him, ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to be moving to the cinema to go watch Logan. Cool, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I so hope it doesn't I guess, let you down, dude. Yeah, well, I hope it doesn't make me hurt. Um, like, if you could start again... Like, I would just keep Deadpool going and just... Cool, so, um, that's goodbye. Um, did you stop it? No. Okay, good. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna, um, because I'm gonna be editing this one, I might chuck on the, um, the Logan trailer, or or at least parts of it, now, to, uh, get everyone in the mood for a discussion about Logan. And here's the Logan trailer. And here it is, and then we'll see you in a minute or so, however long I decide to make it. Um, to talk about Logan. Thanks for watching. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real Where is she? Beneath the She's like you of time Very much like you The feelings disappear She needs our help You are Someone will come along Someone has come along I am still right here And you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt I will keep myself I would find back having seen logan mm-hmm. um so uh i should say we went together but we drove home we're not in gay silence. though yeah it's just as friends um we drove home separately we were gay? and we haven't spoken about the film at all so what you're about to hear is the first words i've said aloud about the film raw unfiltered yeah. fresh all right aj what did you think of logan um i thought it was pretty good also sorry from this point on uh there's gonna be probably some pretty major spoilers for logan so just it was it was good it was a good movie it was probably my third fourth favorite it's in my top four yeah because there's four good ones now (laughs) yeah um it didn't i i don't know if it it, yeah i guess it disappointed in some areas but i wouldn't say it was a disappointing movie yeah 
Like there was some stuff I didn't like, but overall it was it did sort of what it set out to do. Which yeah. is kind of a boring review for something like this. Yeah, that's that's kind of my review as well, is that like it um it's it didn't disappoint me. No. Um and I know I said like if it's anything less than the best movie I've ever seen, it's gonna be a disappointment. Obviously that was a uh, that was a uh, hyperbolic statement, but it was um it didn't disappoint me. But it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, which is like, which sounds like an insult, but it's like, most movies aren't the best movie I've ever seen. Mm. Um, it's I would say it's the best best movie in the X Men series, but Days of Future Past is the best best X Men movie. Mm. Nah, I think Days of Future Past is still a better movie. I'm not talking loud enough. I think yeah, Days of Future Past is still a better X Men movie, well, a better movie in general. Oh, it's a more interesting movie. Um, I don't know. How do you want to do this? Do you want to go beat by beat? Do you want to? What did you like? What did you not like? What did I Personally, like? um, Logan, Laura, Charles. I actually really liked the villain. They were all great. Um, yep. Caliban was great. Okay, yep. Um, obviously uh, the the I'm guessing the elephant in the room. X twenty four. Oh, worst part of the movie. Yeah. Worst part of the movie. That was real weird. That was the kind of jaw dropping moment, but not in like a. Yeah. What so, a twist. It was more like So basically, okay. um, if you haven't listened if you haven't seen it and just wanted to listen to two guys talk about it for some reason, um, they pretty much, they see oh the pretty charismatic main villain. Um hmm. what was his name? Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, he's got a robot hand. That's the actor's name. Right. Um and he was he was pretty cool. I don't know, I didn't I did, he wasn't like the best villain ever, but Yeah, it, yeah, it's interesting because I was thinking about it when watching the film, is that you get, Marvel especially gets a lot of complaints for having boring villains and stuff like that. Oh, X Men doesn't though. Yeah, yeah, well, Apocalypse is a, a crock of shits. Yeah, um, people liked Apocalypse. No one liked Apocalypse. Like their villain. Name one person who liked Apocalypse the villain. I didn't mind him. You're, it, was, it was Oscar Isaac, man. He did yeah, it. and he was wasted. Um <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, he's he's not like a complex, you know, or has a backstory, sympathetic villain. He's just charming, yeah, and he's he's got some really good scenes and um, stuff like that. But then yeah, they they going. they trade out him for the final boss being a a clone of Wolverine, um, and I don't know. It was sort of like, uh, yeah, like I I don't know when when he kills Professor X. You know it's coming because you don't see his face when he walks. He starts. Professor X starts talking about to, how it was ha- the most perfect night. Yeah, yeah, fact. and and you you're supposed to assume he's talking to Logan, but they don't show Logan's face, so you just kind of be, you. I knew it wasn't Logan, basically. Yeah. Um, and then it's revealed that it is. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that that was very. Um, I understand it, but that's yeah. not doesn't mean I, I liked it yeah so. it's weird to base a movie around X-23 and then immediately bring in X-24 and also Stryker's son was was mm, a, was that was interesting was like a, the, the guy who made X-24 and they introduced him like halfway through the movie and then he kind of they kind of build him up to be like the 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 person pulling the strings but then he gets killed like without any kind of resonance it's just kind of a joke mm. before like right before the final battle takes place um and also th- that final battle, I found pretty unsatisfying. Right. Yeah. So they're they're in they're in North Dakota, and they're just it's the it's Logan and all the little baby mutants the facing mutants off. Possibly. Yeah, they've got to be the new mutants, right? That's yeah. where that's where you take the series, right? Yeah. Surely, um, like a Lost Boys kind of thing. Yeah. Um, 
And anyway, uh, the bad guys turn up and Logan, oh, the striker's son, reveals his striker's son. Which, by the way, isn't striker a random through line throughout this whole series? Yeah, because he's in X2. He's, you beat him in X2 and he's a relatively standard, forgettable villain. Yeah. And then, because I don't know if he's in the comics or not, but he felt yeah, like he's he, always, he he's is. He's part of the comics. He must be, because they keep bringing him back into it. And I was like, he's such a random thread to mm. keep pulling on. Like, it makes sense, I guess. But anyway, um, and then uh, Logan fights X-24, the Wolverine clone, while the kids take care of Blondie McRobot Hand. Um, and he dies by getting, like, suffocated through a combination of all their powers. Yeah. But, like, he was the one I wanted to like reach max hubris only to die you know what i mean like and no one had that moment no there was no like impacting bad guy death i wouldn't even say that logan's death was that impacting to me yeah i I like because i I saw that the last shot was getting a lot of the last shot sorry was getting a lot of buzz around it and that was cool so it's a shot of logan's grave uh spoiler alert logan dies and um the uh, laura comes up to the grave Laura's being X-23 and turns the cross sideways into an X. So yeah. he's got an X above his grave. Yeah. That was cool. Oh, that was that was, cool. that was cool. But it was more... Um, I think it's just because I know the way he dies in the in the graphic novel. Yeah. And that's just cooler to me. Like yeah. he gets encased in adamantium. Liquid yeah. adamantium. Yeah. And that I mean, felt like I mean, a more poetic. Than he, um, and also, and so, and also um, the bad guy asks him if he like thinks he's done enough good in his life. Mm. And then it's like a montage of everything he's ever done. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I've done enough. And then he dies. And that's in the that's comic, in the graphic novel, not, yeah. the, not the movie. I mean, yeah, so <clears throat> that was kind of weird. The other thing I didn't like is that I was saying to you earlier today, Richard, actually I was saying a couple of weeks ago, how I'd heard Caliban was played by Stephen Merchant and Logan, but they'd already cast him as someone in Apocalypse. And I was like, it's so stupid. Like, why would you, why would you make a big deal out of casting... Stephen Merchant in a character who you just cast as someone yeah. and then I found out of course that Apocalypse is set in the, the 70s the 80s and I was like alright oh, no that makes sense Then Stephen Merchant's playing old Caliban in the same way that Patrick Stewart plays yeah. old um, James McAvoy but then the Caliban in Logan is a completely different character to the one in Apocalypse like he he has a completely different accent. He's like in in Apocalypse. He goes, "Oh, Caliban knows every mutant." He's, he talks like that, you know. Yeah. And, and he's a slime ball. He's like the the guy with his fingers and all the pies. And then Logan, he just talks like Stephen Merchant, and he's um, he's a coward. Well, not a coward. That's mean. He's actually a, kind of heroic. But yeah, I mean, he, he he's a he's a doormat. Like yeah. people walk all over him, and he doesn't have his accent anymore. He doesn't refer to himself in the third person, yeah. which leads me to guess that I. Did Caliban in Apocalypse, was he just faking the accent? And the... Well, well, I mean, I, I can understand being broken down because he can't go outside and then his only power is to track mutants and now there aren't any. Yeah. So, you know. But that doesn't was... change your accent. Well, you know, it's, it does strange <laughs> things to man. Um, what did you think of it being uh, that Charles killed all the X-Men? It's pretty grim. Yeah. Like... Because uh, you know, in the comics, it's... um, It's Wolverine. Yeah, right? Wol- uh, Wolverine gets tricked into killing them all. Mm-hmm. But then it seemed like Charles had one of his episodes and killed everyone. So, there's talk earlier, um, Hugh Jackman said that uh, Logan's set in a different timeline. Mm. Um, which, when I heard, I was like, well, that sounds dumb. Like, that ruins it. What, 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 like, 
kind of impact could it have if it's a timeline we've never seen before but i kind of understand that now especially after seeing days of future past and i think that um yeah that feels better now thinking about it that way because yeah. it like i said with the po- with um with days of future past is such a a anthology film compared to the rest and i feel the same way about logan it feels really more less like this is the continuation of the story and more just this is just another story we're telling with the toys that are the characters which i know sounded kind of jaded and negative but i didn't yeah. mean it yeah um having said that there's some great shit in the film yeah there's some yeah did you notice as well on the timeline thing just quickly sorry yeah they mentioned the 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 statue of liberty they mentioned yeah yeah which sure. would have been erased by days of future past so does yeah, that yeah. mean that this is set in the original timeline I, yeah i guess well which means it takes place after the mutant war which what looked way worse than the world looked in logan like we're talking matrix reloaded compared to children of men kind yeah. of kind of worlds yeah different kind of a different kind um, of apocalypse but um yeah i don't know but okay let's what did you have anything else you wanted to say you didn't like about it nah it's the best I, overall i really i still really like yeah it. same it's, it's very long it's yeah it's the best obviously it's the best wolverine film yeah but no one was ever really questioning that i think i would probably say it's my second favorite x-men film probably yeah. i think so yeah, yeah yeah i think so there's a lot of really good stuff on it it'll be interesting to see how time um you know deals with it um i think there's going to be a lot of talk of like the x24 yeah that was the what would you say that was like the rattlesnake in the mailbox what's that from you know just like it would be a surprise right it was it felt what did it feel reminiscent of like other movies where like something dumb like that happens like the it, it was the it was Indiana Jones getting in the fridge, you know, like it was. Yeah. It was the Jar Jar Binks. It was the like. It was it was really strange. Because you cut you cut X twenty four out, you can cut the Doctor out, who's got no relevance to the story. Yeah. Yet. And like so the so X twenty four is introduced when that he like stays at that family's house, who they yeah. help fix their horses. But like I don't that whole like you could tell that that was going to end badly, and it was just mm. like Logan. Charles, you, you guys are too smart for this. Yeah. You should know you're being followed. You should know that you're implicating everyone you spend yeah. time with. Yeah. And that kind of pissed me off because it was like, well, yeah, you got them killed. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of that. Like, um, they definitely... You could probably cut down a wee bit of the film. Yeah. By making smarter decisions like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely, I could definitely see it was directed by the same dude who did The Wolverine. Yeah. Sadly. Because um, I don't think I like what he does, necessarily. Mm. He doesn't really adopt a very, he doesn't, well, I don't know. I don't think Wolverine was a very X-Mini film. Um, anyway, uh, also, my goodness, this film reminded me of The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you could cast of... Hugh Jackman as Joel from oh, The yeah. Last of Us. Yeah, like, and I, that... I remember saying, like, oh, who would you cast as Joel to Hugh Jackman in a... Hugh Jackman movie. Hugh Jackman. Um, and even before we saw his look for Logan, yeah. everyone was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, and then he came out with his look for Logan with the graying, like, full beard and graying slightly. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I want to see. Yeah. And then the trailer came out and it's like, okay, we're actually just getting a Last of Us movie. Yeah. Um, it's not as good as The Last of Us. The no. movie. Well, I mean, obviously. <laughs> Nothing will be. Um... 
but yeah like i'm kind of satisfied if this is as close as the last as the last of us movie we get you know yeah i don't know if i want a last of us movie that's a good point yeah like yeah i'd say i don't want one yeah. but if if this is all we get um then yeah fine by me yeah yeah all right what'd you like about it uh x23 was great yeah she was really good um logan was great um mm-hmm. i i believed everything the best so professor x patrick stewart has this such random warmth to the way like he's such a good actor there's a part where um uh, logan finds out he hasn't been taking his pills and he's like take these pills and he takes them he's like prove it and professor x like sticks his tongue out and goes bah! Mm. and he does it in a way that's like both funny and sad and like genuine like old man angry you know the kind of angry that yeah. old men get when they're frustrated that their prostate doesn't work right you know mm. they're getting real fr- you're angry that's what it felt like it was like kind of funny but also kind of real and i don't know how patrick stewart could pull that off with such like it just it was good it wasn't silly it was like it's probably the best part of the movie i think i i found uh, like, i mean it's just i found it kind of frustrating just that's old characters and movies are kind of like that and especially mm. like um like he doesn't take his pills and then he has a seizure and then it's like a you know just an extra obstacle that was awesome though yeah the seizure so he has a seizure and it allows logan to like kill off all the henchmen that in the room cool, yeah, yeah, i was cool. like this is a great scene yeah because when he has a seizure everyone freezes and but logan is like strong enough to yeah yeah be able to overcome it um i felt like i don't mean to to i'm not really going bad good i'm just talking now yeah um there's a after professor x dies logan um talks to, to laura and she's like we've got to go to get my friends from eden and he's like eden's not real she's like you gotta take me north dakota he's like no i'm not taking you north dakota and then she's like you're taking me north dakota eden's real he's like eden's not real not taking north dakota and then they just end up in north dakota and it felt like there, there was an entire other part of the movie that yeah, was yeah. just kind of skipped where it's their journey to get yeah because she just takes over the wheel and yeah and... <laughs> like i don't know I, I, i'm not i'm certainly didn't don't want to suggest like pad the movie out with some arbitrary adventure in the beginning yeah. i did i was surprised at caliban's um role in the movie like i thought he was a bounty hunter hunting logan right and not like helping them and maybe that could have been the the that fella well what what my what i would have expected that fella to be would be you know someone coming from all sides yeah kind of thing but i don't know what else did i like about it? i thought it was a good story um there's just not, not much to say about it yeah it's just, I, a, it's just a quiet good experience i, I like that okay so you look at something like apocalypse and that's um you know oh like you know everyone loved days of future fast let's go bigger let's make the three bigger mm-hmm. um and you're like okay obviously they're gonna stop the end of the world because duh yeah but this is like okay what if eden's not real you know mm. this because the, the stakes are smaller there's actually a worry that they're not going to achieve their goal yeah and i like that and i like that people are like filmmakers are learning that because there's i can understand the want to go bigger and assume bigger means better but yeah um i liked that there were x-men comics in it um mm. it made it it wasn't even funny like it was just it was meta it's the first time i've seen something be meta that wasn't really funny mm it was like just a kind of like yeah i thought it was quite effective um oh and logan logan looked 
looks great at some parts of the movies. He's just so grizzled and like. Yeah, I like the scene when they're in the car and he's saying, "I'm not going to take you to Eden." Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Look, this is people. They, there's no people that wrote that made this up. It's not real." Yeah. That was a really good scene. I thought. Yeah. And, and a huge Jackman. That was probably his best acting in the movie. Wouldn't that scene? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because it was like he was angry, but he also like had a lot of pain. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's cool that Logan's. It's weird, like, he's obviously still so jacked, but he's, like, kind of out of shape. Yeah. Which, the, you know, that's what we saw um, Hugh Jackman talk about in an interview. Yeah. But it is, it's this weird, like, in-between. Does, so Laura was his daughter, right? Well, she was a clone. She was a clone. So, she, like, it wasn't the product of the cardinal sin of sex. Because was... I was confused at that, because he kept, they kept being like, oh, it's your daughter, Wolverine. And I was like... Because he's like, um, Professor Chris is like, doesn't she remind you of anyone? And for a second, like the obvious answer and probably the correct answer was that it reminds him of himself. Mm. But for a second, I was like, she does kind of look like Jean Grey. Yeah. Like she she could be the daughter of Jean Grey. Yeah. And I thought they were going to go into that, but then they kind of nixed that by explaining that she was a test tube baby. And yeah. I was like, but they keep, they keep calling her his daughter. And I was like, okay. Yeah, they were, they were kind of... Uh, they glossed over the daughter thing really quickly and just was like they established she's a clone of you um, cool but she's your daughter from now and he's like yep cool and she's yeah. like yep sweet dad yeah yeah and also if this happens a year after Days of Future Past nah so Days of Future Past is 2023 and then Laura's birth certificate said 2022 and she was 132 months so that makes her 11 which places the film in 2033 whoa okay but they say 2029 at one point I don't remember that, but I remember, like... It's on the radio. He's like, it's 2029. Why don't we have da-da-da-da-da-da-da? Right. It's on, um, like, talkback radio. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, like, based on... I was going to say, because if it was only a year after Days of Future... And it could be, as we said, another timeline. But if it, was, if it was only a year after Days of Future Past, shit, Charles got real old real fast and real crazy, then killed everyone after they just saved everyone. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of bums me out that this is the next chronological story after... Um, Days of Future Past because that ended on such a happy note. Well, we don't know the. Well, we don't know what the new future looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm more comfortable thinking that it's not the same timeline as Days of Future Past yeah. because. Or it's further from the future. Because Days of Future Past could have been the last X Men movie, you know. Yeah. Like it could have been, and it would have been a great one. It would have. Mm. It would have satisfied Logan in the same way that Logan satisfied Logan like Logan the movie I think mm. um, I mean it was a happy ending instead of a sad ending but yeah I don't know yeah but were you expecting Logan to die or were you oh uh, I'm it's such a it's both him and Charles dying is so predictable that I kind of hope they wouldn't yeah obviously Charles was going to die like they they pretty much blew Showed that in, in the trailer, in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and that shot it wasn't actually in the film as well there are a few things that I noticed while well, they were in the film, but like a lot different of different takes, or different yeah, angles. a lot of my favorite lines from the trailer were delivered in completely different contexts. Yeah, well, like when he's when he's like, "Someone will come along," and he's like, "Someone has come along." They're referring to the the, the car that the just horses, broke down. yeah, yeah, not, not this girl not needs Laura, help, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I don't know if I liked or not, but it kind of I guess it kind of had um, 
And maybe it was parallel. There's another like pretty ominous parallel where they're watching a western and there's a guy who delivers a monologue about how people don't change and he mm. tried once but he couldn't. But that's not what the movie's about. That's not Logan's journey. Yeah. Um, Logan it, it was like, oh, I can't change. I think maybe he was like that. He was like that more in The Wolverine. Yeah. But like in Logan, that's, it, that's less what his journey yeah, is about. Yeah, I was, I was real curious because um, yeah, I wasn't sure if they were going to kill Logan or if they were going to do like a ride off into the sunset kind of thing. And I wasn't sure which I'd prefer either. Yeah, I just think, well, I part of me is just bummed out because friggin' X twenty four killed him, and he was the final battle. Mm. And I was like, Ugh. like, and he killed him with like a tree branch. Yeah, it's not even like that interesting. Yeah, like the, the adamantium. Yeah, which wouldn't have fit in the movie. Yeah, but still, like, I think being the way the movie ended wasn't. It didn't feel like because and. The, in the comics, the, the the death is, I'm gonna do this to save a bunch of people and kill us both. Yeah. Um, whereas I feel like Logan, it, his death kind of needs to be a sacrifice in a way. Yeah. Whereas it kind of it, it, it was it was like get behind me, I'll take care of him, and then he, and then he just kind of dies. Yeah. But it needs to be, and because Laura killed X24 anyway. Yeah. So it. Yeah, it felt like it well, that, to be, yeah. I'll kill so Laura kills X twenty four by shooting him with the the one adamantium bullet that had been teased throughout the mm. the film. But like, what annoyed me there is like, if she was three seconds faster, Logan wouldn't have died. Yeah, like it was such an avoidable death. Yeah. Like, if I well, was, he was still gonna die. I know, but if I was Laura, that would haunt me. Right. They play it off like she kills the bad guy, but she also could have killed him three seconds earlier. Right. And saved Logan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was, yeah, I don't know. I liked, I, I really liked it up until X24 turned up. Mm. And then, then then that scene in the car was great, and there were a few good scenes. I actually quite liked the stuff where he meets all the new little kids, and they cut his beard into old man Logan style. I was so, I was surprised that him injecting the serum to make him go full mutant again wasn't going to, like, grey his hair or something. And they just make him totally look like old man Logan. Yeah, that would, that, cool. that would have been And they just he's played by Clint Eastwood for the last like <laughs> fifteen minutes of the film. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think Yeah, X twenty four is the is the nuking the fridge of it. Which is a shame. Yeah, because it's such a it's such an un Logan thing to be in. It's the such film, a grounded, so. like beautiful yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. And then that shows up. And I'm really intrigued to see what everyone else says about it. Yeah, man. I reckon the rating will go down from 92. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I reckon it'll, 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 it'll stay around early, like, uh, low 80s, I reckon. Isn't this a pure moment right now? Mm. Like, if all my opinions, I'll admit it. Like, I, I'll change, I've changed my opinions before after reading reviews of something. Because mm. it's, not, it's not like I want to fit in. It's like, oh yeah, that's correct. That criticism's correct. Yeah. You know? But right now... You're hearing like have you ever read those reviews of Phantom Menace right after it came out? And people are, like trying people like try, yeah trying to, to say they liked it. it. I'm not I'm not particularly precious about X Men, so I'm not like yeah oh yeah it was real good, but it actually wasn't. I think yeah, but I don't know. I don't, I would I'm open at the moment. Like I thought it, I thought X twenty four was bad mm. for so many reasons, and it'll be interesting to see. If this, you know, what it reminded me of. I haven't even seen it. I've just seen the clip. You know, when they in Terminator Salvation, when they get that Arnold Schwarzenegger prosthetic, right? Yeah. That's what it felt like. I don't right. know. Um, yeah, I wonder if that'll be seen as like a really bad part of the movie. Mm. 
Or, or if people are going to just buy into the symbolism. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it didn't even have to be Hugh Jackman playing him. It could have been... Just uh, yeah, it could have been a, a faceless... Yeah, but, but then why even put him in it? Yeah. You, it was about... It was already about one... Yeah. One new mutant. They didn't need to do that. Yeah. That's weird. Anyway, I feel like that's... that's yeah, all I've got, I've got to say about Logan. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm tired and stuff as well. Yeah. And We're moving house tomorrow. Podcast gonna, well, today. Today. It's after midnight. Um, yeah, and this podcast is going to be fucking long. Yeah. Um, so, Logan, good or bad? Good. Good, yeah. Yeah. Go see it. Go see it. Even, Even though we've ruined it. it all for you. Um... Yeah, go see it. Yeah. And X-Men as a whole, good or bad? Good. Good. Not good, great. Good, not great. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no I would, I'd oh, just say great. Yeah. Um, very ideas. From here on, I say, do focus on new stories. Don't go... Don't, ditch everything. Yeah. Ditch everything. If you, Just keep making stories about mutants living in our world. Yeah. Make, it, make another couple of Deadpools. Legion's good. I've been watching Legion. Oh, yeah. Um... I hope it's not set in the same universe as the film universe because that didn't seem like it would work. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Anyway, um, we're not doing Franchise Roulette this week because we've got tentative plans. I still need to check on these. Um, we've got a special guest star who's going to join us next time. We're going to do Jurassic Park. Potentially. Um, potentially. If that falls through, we'll just really it one-off pod. And yeah, yeah. 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 I don't see why it would fall, fall through. I just need to liaise with the, the yeah. guest star again alright well good night. Have a, I hope you enjoyed Logan good night everybody good night bye for DNA ticket the team DNA ticket the team ACAST powers the world's best podcasts Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.